Welcome to Queer Conversation with Dr. Sharon Dane. My name is Silke Bader. Dr. Sharon Dane has a PhD in social psychology and the research focus is on improving the rights and conditions of LGBTQI plus Australians. From 2009 and 2016, she presented research findings at several federal government Senate inquiries into the change of marriage law so that all couples could marry, irrespective of sexual orientation, gender identity and sex characteristics. Sharon plays a major role in the design of Just Equal Australia's LGBTQI national surveys and the analysis of the data. This Just Equal Australia survey seeks to find out the election priorities of LGBTQI Australians and their allies. The results will be used to advocate for formulating government policy and as a standard against which to judge party policies ahead of the next federal election. Welcome, Sharon. Thank you for joining us and on our Queer Conversation series. I was really interested to see the survey that Just Equal Australia is running at the moment. You have been very much involved with it. I believe from your background, you you were um, also one of the researchers uh, back with marriage equality and, um, and you're now wanting to do something um, leading up to the election with Just Equal Australia, um, giving politicians a directions what they should prioritize for our community. Could you tell us a little bit more about the survey and why people should fill it in? Okay, sure. Well, the main thing is we find that politicians tend to assume what it is that the LGBTIQ community want. Um, they also assume what we will accept as what they think is a compromise. And examples of that are like the plebiscite that we had to try and fight. Um, also, a good example more recently is the religious discrimination bill. Like um, now, for example, Labour um, were stood by not allowing children or students, right, to be discriminated against in faith-based schools. But when it came to teachers and other staff, then they, they were allowing that to go through. So they actually let the bill go through based on that. Um, so we need to really, instead of st dodging bullets all the time, which is what we have been doing for a lot of the time that we've been advocating, is to start moving forward. So we need to be able to say, this is what we want. Um, we actually go to the community to find out, you know, on a national level, what it is. Um, so these are our voices that you need to listen to. Do not just assume what it is as a community we want, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that is critical because like I said, the best way to actually stop going backwards is to keep moving forward. You know, you don't want to just on putting out fires. You actually want to have some positive things that we can present to politicians and say here this is what we are prioritizing um, there are a lot of other important issues but this is like what we would like to see sooner rather than later um, the other thing too is that they um, with, we can use that then as a gauge to judge you know what parties actually do so if we say we've, we've just put this forward to say these are really um, our priorities across a range of different issues and different demographics within a very diverse LGBTIQA plus community um, then we can actually see, well, how well have they done? You know, what are these uh, parties actually putting forward? So that is, it, in a nutshell, why it's so important. That voice coming from the community is really, really important. I mean, there have been so many surveys done, and I think people are survey tired. Yeah. But I really urge 
our viewers to uh, give this a go. It's 15 minutes. It's not a short survey, but it's really worthwhile. And I filled it in yesterday and I must say it was super difficult <laughs> um, because um, the, the, the question of prioritizing it, what's important, but you've done it in such a clever way where um, you have kind of two steps of uh, filling out the survey. Do you want to explain that a little? Sure. So because human brains are quite limited in their ability to rank a lot of things and keep those things in mind, if you were given a list of, say, 10 or 12 um, issues, it'd be very hard to rank that and prioritize, right? So our brains don't work that well. So to address this, um, we do it in two stages. At the In the first stage, in a sort of a and we do this in different sections as well. Like um, we have things about health, we have things about disability, um, we have things about discrimination. So they're all in different categories to start with. Then within those categories, we get you to select what you think are what we call high or very high priority. So it sort of narrows it down. So it, it helps you. Once you've made that selection, your selection will then come up on a different screen and then you'll have a smaller number of items to rank. Like, which of these, even though they're all important, would you like to see first, second, third, that sort of thing. So that mm -hmm. sort of like breaks it down into a manageable chunk. Um, no, much easier on the brain, basically. Mm -hmm. no, well done. <laughs> we need that. Um, and, you know, those the surveys are anonymous. Is that right? Oh, yes, definitely anonymous, yes. Yeah. And, and the questions, if you don't want to answer any question, you're free to just not answer it. Okay. There's also some boxes that say prefer not to say for demographic questions, but you can just leave it blank if that's what you prefer to do. Okay. Um, we've tried to get a lot of issues across here, you know, like I'm talking about age care, rural strategies, youth strategies, indigenous strategies, transgender diverse strategies, intersex strategies, asexual strategies. So there's a lot there. Um, but like I said, because we've broken it down into separate chunks, it's more manageable. And also, importantly, we will give priority to the responses of people that those issues directly impact. So, for example, if you're answering trans, everyone can answer and prioritize issues relating to transgender people. But people who are transgender, who tick that obviously in that survey, we know who they are, not personally, but we know by their data, then their responses will get priority. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's because they're the people who are most likely to be impacted. And that applies across a range of different um, issues. If you like, for example, for aged care, you know, people who are in the older age bracket will have more priority over the ranking of that. Uh, issues to do with youth will have more priority with that. Um, people from non-English speaking backgrounds, so issues relating to that, they will get higher priority. So we still get everyone to do these. We prefer everyone to do it. But um, at the end, when that data is recorded in our reports, we will also put what the priorities are of the people that they are that are directly impacted on. And I, I found it very empowering as well that you've given the option of, um, and like this free text where you could suggest other topics that weren't listed, and right. saying so. I I love that it was there, and you might get some very surprising data there. Yep. But I couldn't. I couldn't think of anything. I, I I felt you really did cover everything that is of concern for our community right now. So, I mean, I'm what sure there are other things, but we had to sort of. Yeah, of otherwise, it would become coming too long and too hard. Yeah. 
Mm. Um, can you talk about what your um, uh, I don't know if you can what your gut feeling is what what um, one of the top priority priorities might be or if you don't um, want to I, I probably don't, I don't want to sway people participants no. in any of this. That would be probably the wrong thing as a researcher to do. Um, but it's no secret right now that obviously because of the religious discrimination bill that has, you know, luckily been stopped for now, um, that's foremost on people's minds. How that will pan out in the survey, I'm not sure. Because it may be people will think, well, that's done and dusted and they won't prioritize it. Or some people might think, well, it might raise its ugly head again, and they will prioritize it. So I have no way of knowing how that's going to go, um, which is good because I don't want to influence anyone taking the survey. Of course not, yeah. Yes. The last part of the survey talked about an, a, um, a body that um, you hope to establish or that you want to get an indication if people feel that's important. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do with this, with this okay. data? Well, there's a Toward the end of the survey, there were a few things, right? There was um, about having basically an LGBTIQA representative in Parliament, okay? So that was one. The other is to have um, a body that oversees smaller groups. So rather than have one big group that tells every, you know, represents everyone and that's it, um, have a group that actually supports, um, like an umbrella group that supports smaller LGBTIQ groups. Right, so that we can all come together because those smaller groups are experts in their own domain. So you don't need a bigger group trying to do everything for you. Um, that doesn't really work very well. Like, you know, for intersex issues, well, you go to intersex groups. But that doesn't mean we can't have an umbrella group, you know, that sort of represents all those smaller groups. Um, we are, we're probably visualizing a group that is um, not putting down Equal Australia, but I'm talking about a group that is more national orientated um, and can actually then get together all these smaller groups. Um, just Equal Australia is working on that, but that doesn't mean we're the group. It just means we, we can be a part of that bigger group, right? So it's yet to be really established, um, a quality group like that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's right now politicians think of certain groups that they go to, uh, that they think represent the LGBTI community at large, but that's not necessarily the case. Mm. So we need well, that's, to work all, that's all I've got to work with right now. Right? Exactly. So right. so, yeah. yeah, precisely. So we try to um, try to make it clear to politicians that, you know, Just Equal Australia is also a national group um, and that we need to, basically our biggest weapon is getting the voices of the community mm. out there um, and, and more detailed um, priorities, mm. you know, that, that, which as you can say, when you, you've done the survey, you can see are in there. Mm. So they take a little bit more thought, um, but that's what we want to try and do. First of all, thank you so much um, for um, doing this work, Sharon, and uh, whoever else is behind this. I know Rodney Chrome is behind this as well, and the team from Just Equal Australia. This is really important work, and I hope that the listeners today will um, go to the link that we post um, directly to the survey and fill this in. It will be out for how much longer? For another two, three weeks? I'd like to say probably up to two, up to three weeks, we hope, right? Okay. Um, we want to get as many people as possible so that we can then take that to politicians and say, you know, this is a good cross-section of our community in terms of demographically, you know, every state and territory, age groups, that, that for example, right? 
so in order to do that we need to just let it go a little bit longer mm. um, and what, one thing I want to say which I forgot to say earlier is in terms of what the content in the survey we went to um, like for smaller groups when I'm talking about like intersex trans by asexual issues we went to representatives um, of those organizations about that so it's not just equal just sitting down putting these ideas down um, many of our team members actually belong to those groups as well as we went externally to get advice mm. so you know it's um, I'd like to the survey itself is a is a, an effort from different areas as well not just just equal doing it yeah now you can actually feel that in the way you ask the questions mm. and um, and so the language is very very carefully chosen and you know people are sensitive to that exactly they are yeah so they should be well, thank you, Sharon, uh, for joining us today. And um, good luck with the survey. And Lodl is always happy to report on any results, um, uh, you know, if um, uh, if you wanted to share them with oh, us. Yeah. As soon as we have the results, I'll be in touch. Excellent. If you enjoy Queer Conversation, make sure to check out our website, lotl.com, where you will find more content on LGBTQI plus topics. And don't forget to follow us on social media. My name is Silke Beider and thank you for your company.